0: 8 million border crossings, war in the Middle East, Ukraine, China, Russia, Iran, political infighting, high inflation. We are facing unprecedented times and the status quo just doesn't work anymore. It's time to get your house in order. Planning for the future needs to be done now. If you've been thinking about diversifying your portfolio and adding some financial protection, you should consider gold. Gold has often been used to protect assets against inflation. Countries are buying massive amounts of gold as a hedge against market collapse. LearnAboutGold.com is a simple platform to help you better understand the need for gold in your 401k or keeping gold on hand during these unprecedented times. Visit LearnAboutGold.com and take our gold quiz to see if you qualify for up to $2,500 in free gold. Our website has extensive educational resources that can help guide you along the path of precious metals investing. That's LearnAboutGold.com. LearnAboutGold.com. LearnAboutGold.com.
1: I know. You want to talk about Biden replacing the American flag with the Pride Progress rainbow flag at the White House. And we will get to that shocking example of LGBT visibility in just a second. First though, I want to get to a glaring example of LGBT invisibility, transgender erasure. Because over the weekend, the Unabomber died. Ted Kaczynski, the brilliant mathematician, the mass murderer, the political philosopher, whose manifesto raised serious concerns about modern society. The monster who killed three people and injured 23 others. So much has been written and publicized about Kaczynski's life. He was accepted to Harvard at just 15 years old. He was recruited by the CIA into the notorious mind-altering MKUltra experiments at age 16. Brutal experiments that might have planted or at least exacerbated a whole host of mental problems that grew worse and worse over the years. But one aspect of Kaczynski's life is being left out of his obituaries, and that is Ted Kaczynski's gender dysphoria, which the Unabomber himself referred to as a quote, major turning point in his life. It's strange. All we hear about these days is the need for trans visibility. And then when a man, who by today's standards is one of the most prominent transgender individuals ever to have lived, dies, and dies during Pride Month, by the way, we don't hear a thing about it. The news used to report on Kaczynski's transness. Here's the Washington Post back in 1998. Headline, gender confusion, sex change idea fueled Kaczynski's rage, report says. This is the first first line of the article. Convicted Unabomber Theodore J. Kaczynski considered having a sex change operation when he was in his 20s, and his confusion over his gender identity filled him with a rage that contributed to his bombing spree, according to documents released today. It's the liberal Washington Post. Back in the 90s, the news media were willing to report these facts. Today, in 2023, even the liberal press won't mention them. So much for progress. I guess the liberal establishment doesn't consider the Unabomber's transness to be politically helpful, so they're choosing to ignore it. That's the way it goes. Whenever a single man or a white person or a Christian or any single member of any politically disfavored group does anything in any way objectionable, the media report on that person as exemplary of the whole group. And yet, whenever a member or several members or lots of members of politically favored groups, in this case, let's say the LGBT Rainbow Coalition, commit any acts that are legitimately heinous, the media will ignore or excuse them. Which reminds me, on the topic of gender dysphoric mass murderers who wrote manifestos, it has been 77 days since the Covenant school shooting in Nashville, and the federal government, which took over the case, still refuses to release the Trans-Identifying Shooters Manifesto. So much for visibility. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. Welcome back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Good Ranchers. Get great meat at a secure price and $30 off your order with my code Knowles. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use code Knowles, K-N-O-W-L-E-S, today. Daniel Penny, that hero Marine from the New York subway, is speaking out now for the first time on video about the killing of Jordan Neely. We will get to that in a second. First, though, I want to get back to the imperial standard flying at the White House. This news caused a lot of shock over the weekend. It should not have caused shock. You know, I hate to say I told you so. We've been predicting this on this show for a very long time. The the pride flag hung at the White House. And the pride flag did not merely hang at the White House. It wasn't even just the pride flag. It was that militant pride flag, the rainbow standard with the triangle. And the triangle includes the trans colors. And for some reason, it includes the BLM colors. Somehow race and racial grievance got mixed into the sexual grievance flag. And the this is called the Pride Progress flag. That triangle, that's the militant part. That's the angry part. That's the really scary part. There aren't a lot of lesbians who go around killing people or burning buildings down, but BLM sure as hell does. And so when you add in the BLM colors, when you add in this this triangle, the transgender colors, all of a sudden things are starting to get much kookier and much more threatening. It's not even just that the White House hung the Pride Progress flag, Biden and the White House officials hung the flag in the center, flanked by two star-spangled banner American flags. Now, this would seem to be a clear violation of flag code, you know, there, there's a code for how we treat the American flag because the, the flag is a symbol of our nation. And so we're supposed to treat it with respect. If we treat it with disrespect, we're going to treat our nation with disrespect. That's how symbols work. So the US flag code, section seven, uh, paragraph E says the flag of the United States should be at the center and the high, at the highest point of the group when a number of flags of states or localities or pennants of societies are grouped and displayed from staffs. A lot of liberals no longer recognize flag code. They probably don't know it. When I was raised, because my mother had good sense, she taught me to respect the American flag. If the flag ever touches the ground, you've got to pick it up immediately. If it's in disrepair, you should you should dispose of it in a way that is reverent. But you, should, you never let that flag touch the ground. Hillary Clinton's political campaign when she was running for president her staff took a picture of a crumpled American flag on the ground in black and white. I don't think to show disrespect. I think they did it because they have no idea how to treat the American flag because they weren't raised right, because they don't have any sense of reverence for our country. It wasn't an wasn't act of malice. It was just a complete neglect and disregard for our own country. So it would seem that the Biden White House, how pathetic is that, that the president of the United States doesn't know about flag code? It would seem that they disrespected flag code. But at a deeper level, they didn't. At a deeper level, by hanging that rainbow standard Pride Progress flag in the center, they followed flag code to a T because as I have predicted on this show many times, and, and as some other conservatives have pointed out too, the rainbow flag is the new American flag. I don't like that fact. I think it's evil. I think it's scandalous. But it, it is the new American flag. It's the flag of the American empire. It's the flag that we fly on our embassies around the world. We fly that flag at the Vatican, at at the American embassy at the Vatican, which you, you might know the Catholic Church takes a little bit of a dimmer view of the LGBT rainbow coalition. That's why the American government flies that flag at the Vatican, to really stick it right in their nose. This is the flag that we're going to fly all over our imperial territories. It's an imperial flag because it it represents allegedly universal values. The star-spangled banner, the stars and stripes, that's confined to a geographic area. That's a particular people with a particular history. That's a nation. The rainbow, that's an empire that spans the entire globe. The, The claims of the rainbow, supposedly, according to its supporters, are just as true in Kandahar as they are in Kansas or San Francisco. And so the liberals are now finally being honest and they're saying, look, we hate the American flag. We've been kneeling in protest of the flag for years. We disrespect it. We set the flag on fire, at least some of our more extreme activists do. And we even the the White House workers, even the President of the United States, we're going to admit now that we have much more respect for the rainbow than we do for the stars and stripes. As America has morphed into a liberal empire from a relatively conservative, certainly Christian nation, as we've undergone that transformation, so too the symbols are going to change. It has to. And if you don't like that, then you've got to stand firm against the transformation that it represents. On all fronts, obviously on the sexual ethics front, but on, on every front. On the question of rights, on the question of nation, on the question of borders, on the question of world order, on all of it. Joe Biden loves this stuff. Okay, things are getting really, really wonky around here, especially with, with the kind of leadership we're seeing at the White House. That's why you gotta check out Birch Gold. Right now, text Knowles to 989898. 98, 98. Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. You can do that with the help of Birch Gold. They are the guys that I get my gold from. So do thousands of other concerned savers. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold. Birch Gold has an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of happy customers. Text Knowles Canada B 98 ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight Get your free info kit on gold. Do not wait. The political order is getting pretty wacky out there, folks. Do it right now. Text Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, to 989898. Joe Biden giving a speech in front of another rainbow standard and another one of these wacky ones with the transgender colors and the BLM colors there. Joe Biden says that this is the pinnacle of courage.
2: We all talk about Courage. Well, I see more courage in this lawn than I've seen in any
1: time in the recent past. This is the president of the United States who regularly, every single day, probably every single hour, interacts with military veterans. He says, oh, hey, you transvestites, you people jiggling around at Drag Queen Story Hour for five-year-olds, you're the most courageous people I ever saw. Not since Corn Pop have I seen such courage back there at the Delaware or Scranton, Pennsylvania, public swimming pool. I forget where it was. Not since my daddy drove me up and we saw two men making out in the middle of the road and he said, Sonny, that's beautiful. Back in 1852, not since then have I ever seen such courage. Hey, can someone tell those U.S. Marines to get the hell out of my way? I'm trying to look at the drag queens, for goodness sakes. I want to look at courage right in the face. Disgusting, preposterous, but at least he's being honest. Honest about his and his fellow liberals' worldview. This particular vice, and not even the weird sex stuff, the vice of pride, the queen of all vices, is now considered the paragon of virtue. Not by the majority of the American people, not by regular Joe that you encounter on the street, but by the vast majority of our oligarchic ruling class. No question about it. Now, speaking of our oligarchic ruling class, If you are watching this podcast on YouTube today, please tell me how you're doing that because I don't think that's possible because YouTube has banned me for the week. YouTube has banned me for the week because I have received the second strike on my channel. YouTube has a series of strikes you get a big warning, and then they kind of mess with some of your stuff. Then they give you a second strike that will ban you for some period of time. Three strikes, you're out. They will ban you from the platform, you personally, not just your channel, but you, the individual, forever. How did I get my second strike? Because I refer to men who think that they're women as he. I got my second strike not because I'm mean and nasty, Tone is one way that you can get strikes. They didn't knock me on tone because I'm, I'm pretty level-headed. I'm, I don't hate anybody. I don't get angry and start screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm, I keep things really straightforward and polite, but I refuse to lie. And so when a man like Dylan Mulvaney, let's say, goes around and prances and pretends to be a six-year-old girl, I refuse to call him a six-year-old girl. I refuse to call him she. I call him him. I have to do that. I can't lie. YouTube expects me to commit a mortal sin in order to stay on their platform and in order to talk about transgenderism on their platform. But I won't do that. I'm not going to com- I might commit a mortal sin for my own failings, but I sure as hell ain't going to do it to appease the woke people at YouTube. I can't do that. I'm happy to play ball. I'm happy to be polite and reasonable and civil, but, I- but I'm not going to do that. The YouTube rule, which changes by the day, obviously I, I didn't, I've been doing this for years, never caused a strike before, but they've decided now if you are a YouTube creator and you don't want to get one of these strikes, you have to believe in transgenderism. You have to publicly affirm your belief in transgenderism if you were to talk about that issue at all. And I can't do that because transgenderism isn't true because men cannot secretly be women, and they can't become women, and that's just not possible. That's a false anthropology. It's a false understanding of human nature. It's contradicted by every major world religion, or certainly the theistic religions. It's contradicted by all philosophy. It's contradicted by many millennia of human experience. Okay, and so I'm not, I can't lie about that. So why was this my second strike? This is the real irony, and it shows you the absolute capriciousness of of this policy. During the 2020 election, in the aftermath, I raised questions about it. And I pointed out that the libs changed all the rules right before the election, in some cases in contravention of, of, say, uh, state constitutions, like in Pennsylvania. And and I just said that the, the whole thing looked a little bit suspect. And I was raising questions about how it was conducted. So because I raised questions about the 2020 election, I received a lifetime warning on my channel, which is how my uh, heinous crime of referring to men as he and him has now elevated this to a week-long ban. Now, the irony is the very same week that YouTube decided to ban me for a week, YouTube also announced that it would no longer punish people for questioning the 2020 election. So so the thing that, that elevated this to the point of a week-long ban is no longer prohibited on YouTube. And yet, they won't go back and correct the, the lifetime ban. So if I today said that the 2020 election obviously had some, some questions about it, that, that wouldn't cause me any problems. Why? Why did they change the policy? Because it doesn't matter now. It's over. The Democrats got away with it. Now what matters is transgenderism. So if you question transgenderism as the liberals are on the cusp of establishing this false anthropology in our law and our public life, if you question that now, they're going to silence you, especially in the lead up to the 2024 election. But in the future, maybe they'll let you do it once it no longer matters. Just as today, you can question the 2020 election now that the Dems got away with it, now that it no longer matters. So I'm not the only person this happened to. They, they did it to Candace as well, the identical thing that they've done to me. This was after they... They took a different kind of censoring action against Matt. In a way, they went easier on Matt. In a way, they went harsher on Matt. They demonetized him. So these shows cost a lot of money to produce. And so we've got to make some money to keep the lights on around here. The the, the YouTube demonetized Matt, but I don't think they shut his channel down for a week or anything like that. They didn't ban him, I don't believe. Uh, But they, they still went after him. Then they went after me and Candace. They've also gone after Jordan Peterson, who, who did not have that lifetime warning already. So they've given him some kind of a strike. 18 months until the 2024 election. They're going to keep it up. So we'll see. If if I can't talk about transgenderism on the air, I guess uh, they'll have to cut out the whole segment of my show. I guess we'll, you'll have to get that that commentary on Daily Wire Plus on Twitter for now. We're going to put all of the shows on Twitter. We are very actively taking steps to get around this, we are not going to allow them to shut us up. We're certainly not going to allow them to make us lie. And for now, I guess we'll be off YouTube for the week. So if you have a friend who watches this show on YouTube, make sure to tell them to subscribe to the RSS or watch it on Twitter. You can follow my new show Twitter channel, M Knowles Show, is the handle. You can go follow it there. We're going to put the whole episodes up there. We're going to put up any any clips that YouTube has has forced down off the platform. We're gonna we're going to put all that stuff up there as well and we're going to keep on talking. But it reminds me of, of a story from a, a tyrannical government, which is that a, a represent, representative of a tyrannical government shows up to an opera show. And the opera singer is uh, a favorite of, uh, of this, this government. And uh, she refuses to perform. The government goes backstage, says, go on stage and perform right now. And she says, no, I won't do that. And they said, we, do you know what we can do to you? And she said, you can make me scream, but you can't make me sing. And that's how I feel. The, the oligarchy here can make us all scream. They can cause us all a lot of pain. But only you can assent to go along with it. Only you can assent to indulge in their lies and do what they tell you to do. You still have that, that freedom of will, and you can you can ground your will in reason and continue to tell the truth, or you can forfeit your reason. But at that point, you're forfeiting you're forfeiting the things that, that matter most to you. So we don't do that. We need to have courage, not the kind of courage that Joe Biden talks about, but actual courage. So we're allowed to talk about voter fraud now. That's good because there's a story about voter fraud, voter fraud in Michigan. What, what do you know? Three years after the 2020 election, two and a half years, Hundreds of absentee ballots were just discovered in a Michigan storage locker. That's kind of weird because Michigan was one of those states that really, really mattered. That's one of those swing states that decided the 2020 election. And, and police in Michigan are now investigating the discovery of roughly 300 absentee ballots just found in a storage locker. This is in Thetford Township. They were discovered last August, but they were only disclosed now after the town supervisor filed a FOIA request and discussed the findings at a municipal meeting this week. So even after they were discovered, we were not allowed to know about this. This was hushed, hush, swept under the rug. It's only when one intrepid town supervisor filed the FOIA that we now know about this one batch of ballots, of hundreds of ballots, in just one locker, in just one township. How many batches? How many lockers? How many batches have already been found that we do not yet know about. We don't know. Maybe we'll find some of them into the future. To what effect the libs got away with it. And now they're going to be fighting the next fight. And, and finally, maybe they'll let us talk about the last one. But they're certainly not going to let us talk about the things they're trying to do to us right now. We've got to keep our energy up. Got to get our iron up. Got to have a delicious meal. That's why you got to check out Good Ranchers. Right now, go to goodranchers.com. Use code Knowles. This Father's Day, let your dad unleash his inner grill master. Whether he prefers a sizzling steak or savory grilled chicken, look no further than the gift of meat from our friends over at Good Ranchers. I was just having Good Ranchers the other night. We had some juicy, tasty, delicious steaks on, I think, Thursday night. Some nice steaks. We had mm, It was all great. I told my friends, I said, I want you to be perfectly honest with me. What do you think of this quality meat? Instantly, they said, this is extremely high quality meat. I said, I know. My friend knows his meat. My friend actually has gout. So that guy's had had a lot of meat in his life, okay? Good Ranchers offers ribeyes, New York strips, T-bones, all-natural burgers, and all the most delicious chicken you could ever want. Plus, right now, you will get $30 off with our code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, at GoodRanchers.com. Good Ranchers also offers a price-lock guarantee for the next two years. Imagine if you could have locked in your price two years ago, you would have saved hundreds of dollars. Good Ranchers has great recipes. You can make Father's Day a sizzling success. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use code Knowles right now to save $30 off any box. Promo code Knowles at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. Folks, I am introducing the Precision 5 Razor. One handle plus one blade cartridge kit for only $14.99. Jeremy's lowest cost for a Razor and only for a limited time. It's crafted with a luxurious tungsten handle, five welded steel blades, and a flip-back trimmer for a close, smooth shave, around hairlines, and hard-to-reach places. Remember, though, the Precision 5 is no ordinary razor. It is a sword in the battle of beliefs, a banner to wave into a new economy, a precision instrument to force woke companies to earn back your dollar and stop denigrating your beliefs. But it is also still a razor. It'll give you a great Shave. I was just using it this morning actually for this little little uh, face right here. How about that? Stop giving your money to woke corporations and hate your guts. Join over 125,000 men who have ditched their woke razors and switched to Jeremy's. There's never been a better time or price. Go to jeremysrazors.com today. The libs got away with the ballot fixing and now we're discovering the batches in in storage lockers in Michigan, but it's a little bit too late. Okay. This is a reminder that the, the Republicans and the conservatives who want to just kind of trim around the edges—Jeremy's razors pun not intended—the Republicans who just want to—we want to tweak some of the rules about widespread mailings. They're a lot like the Republicans who just want to tweak around the edges of the sexual revolution. Okay, we we won't trans the kids, but we can trans the teenagers. Just don't do it to the kids. Or uh, hey, we can trans. We can trans the adults, but don't do it to the 17 year olds. We got it. Okay, we're going to take a firm line. No. If you accept transgenderism at all, then you've given up the game. And frankly, you can go back further. If you accept the, the radical sexual revolution that has taken place over the last 50 years, if, if you accept the premise, that men and women are basically the same. And so we can radically redefine marriage. We can radically redefine social life. We can, if you accept all of that, you're going to get to not just redefine marriage. You're going to get to transgenderism. You're going to get to transing the kids because ideas have consequences. And when you establish certain ideas in law, that's going to, that's going to imply certain other things about sex and, and culture. Okay? It's the same thing here with, with voting as long as we have widespread mail-in ballots, there is going to be a significant amount of voter fraud that favors Democrats. This is because Democrats have much better built-up machines. It's because Democrats are much better at playing this kind of community organizing political system than we are. And it's because Democrats live in the cities. So it's much easier for them to harvest ballots than it is for conservatives who broadly living in, broadly rather, live in the country. So (laughs) we can say, well, we're just going to get better at ballot harvesting. Okay, that's not going to work. We have to just get rid of this stuff, okay? This is why my CPAC speech that caused much consternation among the libs is an important guide to this. When you've got a poisonous ideology, you can't just try to trim around it a little bit. You've got to eradicate it. The word eradicate is a word that I chose for a reason, very, very specifically. It means to pull out by the roots. If you want to get rid of a bad ideology, you've got to pull out the premises of that ideology. Okay, That's obviously true for transgenderism. And the root of that ideology is the idea that men and women are pretty much the same and the human nature isn't fixed got to pull that out if you want to get rid of the drag queen story hour stuff. Same is true here. You've got to pull out the, the root of this ideology uh, that the Democrats have exploited for the widespread mailings, which is that more votes is always better. It's true. You're going to get more ballots cast If you have widespread mail in ballots, and if you get rid of voter ID laws, and if you get rid of all of these things. That's true. You're going to also have many more fraudulent ballots cast, as even Barack Obama used to admit 10 years ago. But more ballots to them. More ballots means more democracy, means more better, gooder government. Okay. But that's not really what happens. And the people know this. And the people know, actually, that the, the that the group that most benefits from this widespread mail and stuff is the handful of oligarchs that control us. It's the the ruling class. It's the liberal establishment. Because every fraudulent ballot cast, every ballot that's stuck in a storage locker in Michigan because some Democrat decided to shove it there, every one of those means that that a ballot actually cast by a member of the people will not be counted, will not go anywhere. Speaking of electoral fraud- This 2024 primary is getting pretty nasty, pretty tricky. And we usually expect the dirty tricks to come from somebody like Donald Trump or from, say, a Trump political consultant like Roger Stone, who has fashioned a reputation as the dirty trickster in the business. But in this case, the biggest dirty trick so far in the 2024 primary has actually come from the DeSantis campaign and came from this ad in particular.
0: You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're all fired. All four are fired. You're fired. You're fired. fired. Today I walk in. I hear I'm going to fire him. I'm not firing him. I think he's a wonderful guy. Should you have fired Fauci? So a lot of people ask me that question, and I did it right. Because if you do fire him, you're going to have a firestorm on the left again. Why? Why did you feel unable to fire Fauci? Personally, you're not allowed to. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb. But there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. Frankly, you can't win that one. If I would have done it, I would have taken heat.
1: Okay, it's a good good attack. They're saying, look, Trump cozied up to Fauci, let him run the country. Ron never did that in Florida. So Ron was better on COVID than Trump was. COVID was a big issue. Vote for Ron. Okay, fair enough. Rewind that ad, though, just a little bit. Go back to that ad. If you're only listening to it, you weren't able to see it. There we go. Hold on. There we go. Right there. I will describe these pictures to you. There's six pictures on screen. One is of Trump hugging Fauci. The next is of Trump standing next to Fauci at the lectern. The next is of Trump standing next to Fauci at another lectern. The next says, third, fourth picture is the same thing. Fifth picture is Trump hugging Fauci. Sixth picture is Trump hugging Fauci half of those photos are fake. Can you guess which ones? Of course, it's the pictures of Trump hugging Fauci. They are completely fake. They were developed by artificial intelligence. AI is very, very good at creating realistic images. I've been having a lot of fun on this with puns in politics. So I keep talking about the Chris Christie renaissance, the chris a or croissants, and I keep uh, creating extremely vivid images of Chris Christie as various sorts of baked goods, and it's disgusting, but the computer does it in about 60 seconds, and that's what happened here with these images. Now, you might say, well, look, whoever created the ad for DeSantis, it just kind of got duped. These, because these pictures look so real, probably thought it was real, they just put it in the commercial. No, that doesn't cut mustard, because if you've ever worked in media, you know that when you produce a commercial, especially if it's a TV commercial, but especially if it's in politics, you got to clear those images. So you need, to, you need to affirm that you have the right to use those images. You can either license them from an image shop like Getty Images, say, or you can create the images yourself. And when you, when you create an image with something like Midjourney or any of the AI programs, you own the rights to those images, which means that unless there is some explanation that I'm missing, it seems basically 100% certainty, the DeSantis campaign created those images knowing they were fake and then intentionally deceived the public. That is a dirty, dirty trick. Now, it's politics, man. That's how politics goes. (laughs) I'm not going to say that the DeSantis campaign is uniquely guilty or nefarious because they did that. No, political campaigns get dirty. They do. But that's dirty, man. That's That's as dirty as it gets in the ad world. And we are what, in June, to June 12th. Yeah, a year and a half until this election. And already you're seeing really nasty, dirty tricks from the supposedly clean, high take the high road kind of campaign. Can you imagine how this primary is going to get within, I don't know, three months, six months? I know a lot of Republicans pull their hair out over this. Oh no, how could they do this? This is tip because this is politics and this is what primaries are. And it's nasty and dirty and vicious. And I don't know, I get kind of a kick out of it. Made the best man win. They've got tough skin over here and they got tough skin when they make the attacks. They got tough skin when they get attacked and they get tough skin for getting called out for dirty tricks. Now, what about the big elephant in the room? That would be the indictment of Donald Trump. No, not over the whatever fake... Porn star contribution thing they went after him for in New York, not over the obviously preposterous rape allegation from a zillion years ago in Bergdorf Goodman that some fabulist who already contradicted herself and said he didn't rape her, but then she said he did rape her, whatever. That whole thing, you know, it's not that. This is the the more serious one, which is that the federal government, Joe Biden's DOJ, is trying to imprison Donald Trump, the former president and chief rival to Joe Biden in 2024. For doing a thing that Joe Biden has done much more egregiously than Trump did, namely mishandle classified information, allegedly mishandle classified information. The Democrats are trying to imprison Trump for for a much less severe version of something that Hillary Clinton did as Secretary of State. Hillary, no punishment. Biden, no punishment. Trump, they want to die in prison. So Asa Hutchinson, who's nominally a Republican, former uh, governor of Arkansas now, I guess, technically running for president of the United States against Trump. He was just on CNN explaining why Trump is very likely guilty.
0: It's obviously a very solid indictment. Uh, The grand jury found probable cause for it. Now, I do think Jack Smith's going to have a challenging time making the case in court, not because the facts are weak, but simply because you're going after a former president and you just have one juror that happens to be a Trump supporter or happens to uh, uh, be of a different viewpoint, uh, you're not going to be able to get a conviction. If these allegations and probable cause have been found against any military person or any public servant that wasn't named Donald Trump, they would have been indicted a long time ago. And so this is equal application of the law.
1: Yeah, if if this had happened with anybody who is categorically different from a president of the United States and leader of the opposition, it would have been handled differently. Yeah, I guess it would. I guess different things are different. Thanks for that lesson in politics and ontology, uh, Governor Hutchinson. What a joke. What a joke. This is going to be an issue that separates the men from the boys, okay? If any Republican tells you, if you hear any Republican. Any self-styled conservative say, well, you know, you know, actually, Trump probably shouldn't have had those documents in that room. And, you know, actually, when you really think about it, um, he should have had a different kind of lock. He should have had a padlock on the room, not a key lock. And so, actually, it's, it's totally right and understandable that the president would imprison his chief rival for for maybe committing a much less serious version of a crime that all of them have committed for years. Actually, when you think about it, if we're going to be principled, we need to imprison Trump. We have to. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's nothing just about that. There's nothing moral. There's nothing principled at all. And furthermore, in in politics, the, the Democrats know that it is generally a good rule to help one's friends, and to try to stymie one's enemies. That's usually a good thing to do in politics. Now, the Democrats do this without any regard for morality or justice. We, because we're conservative and because we have a sense of the moral order and because we don't want to condemn our souls to hell, we don't want to ignore justice and morality. We don't want to ever commit a mortal sin. I'm not going to let YouTube make me commit a mortal sin. I'm not going to let any political campaign make me commit a mortal sin. And that's what YouTube is engaging, in. it's obviously just a political campaign. However, given those parameters, given those boundaries, we need to help our friends, and we need to punish our enemies. (laughs) That's pretty basic stuff in politics. We need to have loyalty to the people who are on our side. We need to help them out to achieve our common political project. And we need to try to stymie our political opposition from destroying the country as they already have, or else we're all going to be saluting that pride progress flag in short order, if we're not doing it already. Okay, the the libs have just absolutely taken a flamethrower to our country. And when you want to take a flame to your charcoal grill, or maybe even your cigar, you got to check out grill Blazer. Right now, go to grillblazer.com slash Knowles. Are you looking for a gift that will ignite your dad's excitement this Father's Day? Well, thanks to our friends at Grillblazer, instant barbecue perfection is at the touch of your father's fingertips. Grillblazers, grill guns are designed to do everything from expertly searing your meats to lighting charcoal grills, wood stoves, outdoor fireplaces, and just about anything you can think of that you need high-power fire to solve your problem. Grill Blazers offers two types of grill guns. The Grill Gun Basic is a high-power propane torch designed to light charcoal and wood grills and smokers. It burns up to 3,600 degrees. Its 30-inch flame is for anything you need a big, bad torch to do. The sous gun has a shorter barrel, Perfect for professional culinary kitchen uses from gently caramelizing brulee or other sugars and fruits to rapidly searing steaks outside on the grill or lighting your cigar when you're outside at the grill. Who knows? Head on over right now to Grill Gun. Get your grill gun from Grill Blazers. That is grillblazer.com slash Knowles. Use promo code Knowles for 15% off your order. Grillblazer.com slash Promo code Knowles for 15% off your order. My favorite comment over... The weekend was from our great creme de la creme, inner circle, member segmentum member, Slap My Base, who says, we need an update on Britney and Tim. We need to know if she said yes. On the show on Friday, you may recall, I proposed to a woman on behalf of another man. It wasn't for me. I haven't suddenly taken on multiple wives. Alisa would probably love that, actually. Take a little pressure off her. You know, She's got a lot of responsibilities around the house. But no, I was proposing on behalf of another man. And she said yes. And they texted Mr. Davies a picture uh, with the ring on, very beautiful ring, very happy couple. So congratulations to them. I'm glad that I I could have been the occasion for this uh, wonderful marriage and, and hopefully many happy years together. Speaking of people looking down many years into their future, Daniel Penny, that hero Marine who took out a threat on a New York City subway, he is now facing a long time behind bars potentially if he's convicted of homicide uh, manslaughter murder whatever uh, but he was acting in self defense this seemed pretty clear to me and now for the first time we're getting Daniel Penny on camera telling his side of the story
2: well I live in the East Village in Manhattan so I take the subway multiple times a day in this instance I was coming from school uh, I got out of class around 2.15 and I took the J- I was at J Street MetroTech. took the uptown F train um at 2nd Avenue, um, a man came on, stumbled on, he was, appeared to be on drugs. Um, the doors closed, and he ripped his jacket off and, violent, and threw it at the people sitting down to my left. I was listening to music at the time, um, and he was yelling, so I took my headphones out to hear what he was yelling, and the three main threats that he repeated over and over was, I'm going to kill you, I'm prepared to go to jail for life, and I'm willing to die. You know, this, is a, this was a scary situation. And uh, Mr. Nearly came on. He was, he was threatening. He's, he's a, I'm 6'2", and he was taller than me. So it was... And there's a common misconception that Marines don't get scared. We're actually taught uh, one of our core values is courage. And courage is not the absence of fear, but how you handle fear. And, you know, I was scared for myself, but I looked around. I saw women and children. He was yelling in their faces, saying... Saying these threats, I couldn't just sit still.
1: This guy deserves a key to the city and a ticker tape parade. And a healthy society would reward him for his valiant action, for risking his own life to protect people from a violent career criminal, a guy who had been arrested 42, 44 times. He had all sorts of problems. He assaulted people. He assaulted old women. I mean, this guy, Jordan Neely, Maybe you say, oh, the society failed him. Oh, he had a tough upbringing. Oh, he was addicted to drugs. Whatever the excuses were, the guy was an absolute menace to society. He was threatening to kill people, actively imminent threat. And this Marine gets up, has the courage to take this guy out and to restrain him, not to try to kill him. He only had him down there for about five minutes or so and actually- Daniel Penny makes this great point when the libs are trying to say, oh, he held him and choked him for 15 minutes. You know, that's obviously BS anyone who's ever lived in New York because there isn't that much time in between subway stops. So obviously he wasn't down there for 15 minutes. (laughs) They're just trying to create a new George Floyd type of situation. And I think unsuccessfully. I don't want to hear one conservative. I don't want to hear one centrist. I don't want to hear one Republican say, well, actually, look, we'll just let the, we'll let the justice system play itself out here. The justice system is so profoundly corrupt today in a way that it wasn't 10 or 20 years ago. It's always had problems, but it's so profoundly corrupt. It is rigged against conservatives, obviously, and it's rigged against the disfavored groups, white people, people who don't have sexual disorders, and dudes. And this guy checks every box. He might be Christian too. I don't know. And so it's rigged against him. The judges read the newspapers and they look at the the opinion polls. And what the libs are trying to do is try this guy in the court of public opinion so they can destroy him. So they can lynch him in a newspaper. That's what they want to do. And I, I don't want to hear anyone go weak weak need here or anything like that. The man deserves, not only is it enough to say he didn't do anything wrong, he did something affirmatively right and good and virtuous and admirable. And we should thank him for it as a society. The things that we celebrate will define our society. I've said it before and I'm not the first to say it. Cult and culture derive from the same root word. So what we worship, what we venerate, what we even just celebrate Will define our whole culture. This is why it was so disturbing to see that flag at the White House, because the flag is a symbol of evil. It's a symbol of about as much evil as a human being can commit, not even just because of the weird sex stuff, because it symbolizes pride. So you've now got a big symbol of evil before the country. Joe Biden, he tweeted out, he said, America is a nation of pride. That's what he said about this. Can you imagine? He said, let there be no confusion for any world leader or anyone else around. America is a nation of pride. And that's scandalous and it's evil. But sadly, it's hard to say that he's wrong. Yeah, Yeah, I guess America has become a nation of pride. What do they say? Pride goeth before a really great flourishing future and a haughty spirit before uh, happy days. Is that how the verse goes? I don't think so. It's pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall, but we are now saluting it. San Francisco police just did the same thing. There's a video of the, the San Francisco police going around saluting the pride progress flag, the militant pride flag. Not just the, like, I sort of support you lesbians flag, the the terrorist pride flag. <laughs> And there they are, sheriff, police, coloring their uniforms, coloring hatches, coloring hats in the new imperial standards, smiling and saluting that flag right up there with the American flag. Not even beneath the American flag, by the way. Like, I guess it looks like the American flag is maybe higher, though the way that they're draped, it, it doesn't even totally look like that. It's scandalous enough that it's flying anywhere near it. That's where it is. It's already happening. And we, we rarely get the opportunity on the show to, to really have one of these tight moments where we say, hey, we were totally right. You can often go back and say, hey, that thing I said three years ago turned out to be true. You know, I hate to say I told you so. Or whatever. We did this with COVID, right? Hey, look, three years ago, we were totally right. And remember, they said we were crazy and dumb and stupid and conspiracy theorists and wrong. Now they're admitting that we were right. Well, here, it's really, it's quicker. We're seeing things begin to accelerate. You're, you're starting to see conservatives now warning. They'll say, you know, if we don't get this our act together here, pretty soon Americans are going to be saluting the pride flag. Pretty soon that's going to be the American flag. Folks, it's already happening. It's a, it, We're there. We're there. And it's not just in Washington, D.C. It's all the way on the other side of the country. It's across the whole country. Not because the people support it. Because the liberal establishment has the power. And if we don't take that power back, then that's our country. Today's Music Monday, baby. Here we go. The rest of the show continues now. You don't want to miss it. Become a member. Use code Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S at checkout for two months free on all annual plans.